This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I was in the sort of rumpus room with um, the Bush's Big Bean Dog, the roll that beautiful bean footage. Bush's Big Bean Dog. Dog and, uh, and Diane von Furstenberg. Mm. And we're drawing, we're playing the game where you draw. So you, like, I would draw a line. We have a folded piece of paper. I would draw a line, then I fold it, and I hand it to you, and you do a shape, and then you pass it. Exquisite corpse. Exquisite, yes. And we've been doing it for eight or nine hours, and no matter what shape I draw, when we unfold the paper, it's Sunderman. And, And it's... Happening, and he's getting bigger and bigger, and looking like he's coming off the page at, as we're doing it. And it's starting to make me nervous. And I'm turning to the dog, and I say, "Yes, Duke." I'm saying, "Duke, uh, uh, are you nervous at all?" And he's saying, "Roll that beautiful bean footage," which I think is all he learned. Mm-hmm. And then I'm turning to Diane, and she, I don't understand this isn't like a i cannot understand what she says um i hope that's not offensive to say i don't think it is it's okay yeah right? i can't understand her but of course we can't stop either like i just go like well, let's never let's not draw it again and then suddenly my hands of their own accord are starting to draw it and, oh. and the paper is getting so large now that uh it's actually the entire room. It's like this the is wall a, is all Slenderman coming like a, at me. It's like a big computer paper now. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, I and in and in many ways, I'm still in that room. But go, so go, so what were you doing the show, or are we doing a yes? Podcast we were going to do the show. Yes, yes. This is Hollywood Handbook. Handbook. It's an insider's guide to kicking, kicking butt, butt and dropping names in the red carpet line by college industry. industry. We call showbiz. Showbiz. 300. What do we think when we hear this? We Gerard think, Butler episode. This is Spartacus. This we is think, our Gerard Butler episode. Yes. We think of those guys and he kicks the guy. But in this case, it is the podcast. And we had we did how many? We did this many. We did uh, Gerard Butler's muscles amount of shows of the episodes. And uh, perhaps you read the article uh, this week mm. about... How difficult it is to do podcasts. Did you read this? Oh, am I supposed to go? <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I didn't know. It would have been actually here. great if you had been going. I, I, would, I mean, for I thought a while, I had a lot of points. It would have been nice. But <laughs> no, I had a lot of great riffs. You I had just, shit to get in there? Oh, that would have been so good. I had some Furstenberg bombs for that ass, I but know, I didn't and I know. I saw you covering your mouth. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, both yeah, hands. yeah. Yeah, the book. I mean, I have. Just gnawing on your fist. Well, you guys know. I mean, I'm sure this is because you invited me on. You guys know that I did an hour special on Bush's baked beans, right? Yes. Yeah, good is what it was called. Yeah. 
So I did. I, w- I was holding back because I assumed you were queuing me up. This is morning radio, yes? I'm always yes. setting you up. It is morning radio. Oh, great. Um, but it is also podcasts, isn't it? Yeah. What, what is the difference between podcasts and radio now, right? Oh, soundboard. You. Yeah. Let me just tell you, I have a deaf <laughs> parent. Both both my parents are deaf, but one is dead, so he's not deaf anymore. He can hear me in heaven. He can. Okay. Isn't wow, that beautiful? That's really nice. Wow. But I haven't thought about that. Wow. Can he you haven't thought about as, my dad's deaf in a while, well? right? <laughs> he, I think so. No, he loves the podcast. What? Yes. No, he loves it. He, he loves Hollywood. Finally, Hollywood. I can hear podcasts. <laughs> that's what all deaf people. <laughs> Look forward to about heaven. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I've harp. died and listened to cereal. It's it's harp music. Finally, they can hear harp yeah, music, which yeah. is the first thing that you get when you get to heaven. You and get then, that right away. And then second, you get there's all these chambers in heaven. Uh, have you guys read Dante's Inferno? I've the Dan it. Brown one. Yes. Yeah, the, the Dan Brown Dante's Inferno. I skimmed it. So there's like different layers of heaven and hell, and so mm. uh, th- there's like an earwolf station. Oh wow! Yeah, there's wow. like yeah, there's like a, so there's, you sort of walk in. You open the door and walk and in, and then you can just select. And there's and a, it's current shows or is it all dead shows? Like is it only like glitter in the garbage <laughs> and like hard nation and stuff like that? Oh, do do the podcast die and like then, detect and there? Yeah, yeah. When so like when we stop doing this show in two weeks, this podcast would be available in Dante's right. Inferno. That's right. But actually, it's not just dead ones. But uh, like for example, you said serial serial uh, season one. Isn't isn't there? But season two, a because bit it was of a dip. yeah, yeah. So it's up yeah. there. You can For only cereal that is yeah. a mortal blow. Yeah, it was yeah. a bit of a dip. So unfortunately, it's not perfect. Anyway, my dad loves this show, and uh, <laughs> and what I my mother, I was gonna say deaf. I don't remember the. I don't remember the. I mean, I do remember where I was going with this. The deaf thing, yeah. But I'm pulling back. I'm not going to give it to you. Okay. Oh. Even though I remember for sure why I brought that up. He's going to ease it out, not yeah, give us some, the whole thing just yeah. yet. <laughs> at some point, it'll get teased out, though. Uh, the dog just turned a lamp on with his head. <laughs> <laughs> a little dark in, in here, though. Yeah. Uh, it feel a little dark. And that's kind of sort of the magic that has been happening on this show for 300 years. Mm. Oh, you guys do an episode a year? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that uh, does make sense because... I, I was your guest on the show one year ago, so you yes. haven't done an episode No, this since. is the next one. This oh, wow. One, yep. that's, that's so cool. What an honor, honestly. And we do want to talk about this, this episode that you did, uh, but I also want to talk about the article. And there was an article about, about podcasts that came out this week, and they didn't talk to us about it, but it was basically saying this thing that we've been saying for a long time, which is doing a podcast is the hardest thing you can do. Well, the article itself was someone with the unimaginable hubris to believe that they could start a podcast. Oh, right. It was a person who was like upset that they didn't start monetizing their brand immediately. Right. Yeah. They, they yeah. did six and didn't get any traction. <laughs> That's a bummer. And some people were clowning on them. Is that right or wrong? But what came out of the discussion of that was the fact that it's actually the hardest thing you could do to make a podcast and that it, Fucking sucks, and it is like prison labor, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what else it's is like hard? Physically taxing. You know what else is hard? Is being deaf. Now I have deaf parents, and earlier, <laughs> well, I, one. I earlier, oh, right? That's <laughs> I forgot. Right, one has God's ears, and one has bad ears. And the one that has bad ears, someone earlier did a riff about what's the difference between radio and podcast. This is where I was going with oh, it. Oh yeah, I'm going to tell you where I was going with it, and it's not worth it. 
It's not okay. worth me bringing back up, but yeah. because I remembered. And this I is the real difference the between radio and podcast is in the podcast, this will be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, radio, you'd have to live with the whole riff. That's fair. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't assume you're going to edit this out before you hear the anecdote, though, because it's going to okay. blow you your mind. You said what's the difference between radio podcast? I said soundboards. I right. got a laugh blast from Jordan. Uh, uh, nothing from the rest of the I room. Can't I can't believe guess. we blew by that yeah, one. Yeah, showing yeah. what deafness is like. Right. Oh, some people are deaf to, to Out your of respect rest. to yes. Moshe's parent. Parent. Yeah. Thank you for not pluralizing Okay, and that. you were going to do... I was going to say that uh, it's uh, difficult for me to explain to my mom what a podcast <laughs> is because you know Where she knows a radio yeah. she knows a radio is because just because of cultural historical context uh, but then trying to like tease out like the new landscape of media and say that, well it's like radio but can yeah. i tell you yeah, something it's just there's no it's just hard my parents are not deaf <laughs> no and way. it's still hard to explain to them what a podcast is <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they don't want to have the conversation at all uh, yeah, or that even if they understood what it is, they still wouldn't want it to be the main thing I do. But I think it's because they're worried about us, because like so many people were saying this week, to do the podcast is to oh, make this great sacrifice. Brutal. And mm. so it takes like all of your like life essence to do the podcast. And it is true. You, you have to go to the place. Dude, yeah. You are talking... You have isn't, to talk for so long. Isn't John Stewart right now advocating for podcasters? In yes, front of Congress? now that he has Finally. solved yeah. the 9/11, that's stuff. his next task. Right? Yes, and he freed Rosewater. Yeah, uh, and now he is yes uh, a, a podcaster's rights advocate. There's a whole fund set up for mm -hmm. podcasters mm -hmm. who are down on their luck, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I I just want to say actually thank you to my uh, uh I mean my a buddy of mine. John, John, friend, yeah, just for doing that, you know. I John's obviously John's your friend. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Your friends with John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, definitely. De we oh, wow. uh, we did the Daily Show. Do you know that as well? Holy shit! He hosted. He hosted the Daily Show. Oh right, before it really took off mm -hmm. with Trevor Noah. Before it started cooking with Craig Kilborn. Oh, that's. Oh wow. Yeah. So. We forgot to, we were going to have our friends like leave voicemails for this episode. It's a big episode, 300. <laughs> uh -huh. You would think that Kevin could also like maybe like spearhead something like that. Sure. Paid full time producer to work on the show. How much do you get but paid that annually? Um, I brought three pies, and the rule is I get to take home one slice today. <laughs> That's not the answer to the question. It actually is. Oh, it, it is. is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys have like a podcast language kind of your own thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's cool. And in this case, the pies are symbolic for the pie, the actual pies that Kevin brought, and the slice is he gets to take home one slice of pie. So it's one effectively. It's one ninth of whatever haze that I get. Oh, okay. Okay. Usually, people cut them into eight. Slices, but this is a nine slice. But it's a contractual thing. Uh, so if well, you could yes, get and then I guess we divide that by three, right? Do yes. you get one slice of each pie? No, divided by pie, <laughs> guys. No, no, that's no. great. I mean, that yes, actually or... gets us right into what we wanted to talk about. If you is... could get John to leave a voicemail, I could have. I could call him right now. Yeah, uh, that would be huge. Please. That would be great. Actually, please, he's, please, it's please. East Coast time, so I he's can't. asleep. He's sleeping. He's it's because it's three sleeping. hours ahead for where we are. So he's sleep. He sleeps yeah. in the early afternoon. Okay, he gets yeah. up so early mm -hmm. to fight for people, first responders, and podcasters. podcasters. First, yeah. We are, in a way, first responders mm -hmm. uh, because we come out at midnight, mm -hmm. and that is way before a firefighter 
who like normal like firefighter wakes up at midnight does not happen. No, firefighters work. Everybody knows nine to five. Yes, mm-hmm. you get a, your house catches on fire at six. It's like bye. Yeah. yeah. See, are you? Hopefully, it's still on fire at, at, at nine when they get day. up. Yeah. You're, if, you, if you're if you're in the house, by the way, say hi to my dad. You know. <laughs> yeah. Using regular audio, you don't need to use sign language. Yeah. Say hi out loud. You don't, don't be like to. hi. Don't even wave because yeah. he doesn't want that anymore. Yeah. Imagine how embarrassing to to do sign language and have it. Like, I know. I'd be like, like hey, uh, buddy, it's cool. I'm I'm in heaven. We Dude. here now. Okay. Yeah. I can hear you. Okay. I uh, I can hear you. It, it is heaven. All the annoyed deaf people in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so you did the episode year. It's Comic Con happening. Comic Con right is now. happening now. Yeah. Yes. We did try to go. Uh, we were. I guess not allowed in. I tried to like walk into San Diego and I hit this like invisible. It's a force field shield. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually, what's interesting is I didn't, I usually think of a force field as I would be like sort of pushed back or I would feel some kind of block. What happened was I walked and as I crossed the city line, I was back in my own bedroom. Oh, wow. Like, I was transported, so it was almost like a wormhole, I uh-huh. guess. But um, yeah, and I did it three or four times before I finally just gave up and said, "Hey, let's just go do this." So show. You, you wait, explain. I just so I understand, you walked to San Diego, mm-hmm. but as soon as we crossed the city, that I totally border. Yeah, yeah. No, the portal makes sense, but mm-hmm. it's the part the transport method. So you got back in yeah. your bedroom, put on a backpack, mm-hmm. walked to San Diego. Well, sitting's the new smoking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Sitting is the new smoking. Sitting's the new smoking. Okay, I get that for sure. Basketball court's the boardroom. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everything's changing. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's all online now. Well, well, I guess in a way, we're all all a brand. Mm. Whoa. Right? Yeah. Russell's brand. Which is why I'm voting for Kristen Gillibrand for Mm -hmm. the Democratic. I'm voting Trump in the general. But in the primaries, I'm voting Gillibrand because that's what I want. That's what I want to see. So it was a year ago that we did this show and it was at Comic-Con and it was one of our biggest ones ever. And it's actually the show. So she didn't like to talk about this. This is what got Jordan into podcasting. Yeah. So she, you weren't around then. You didn't even know about. No, I didn't. Nope, I didn't know anything about podcasting. All you knew about was Conan Funko heads, right? (laughs) And you went to the show, like many other people in the audience, to get a free Conan Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Yes. Can I tell you guys a story about the Funko Pop, the the toys? Please. You you know that I'm straight up like destitute and that my comedy career is absolutely going nowhere, right? It's looked that way. I didn't since the show. Yeah, it's not been good. And And what I've seen is. I haven't seen you. Right. Yeah. Well, and no. this is sort of what we want to talk about is to say, yeah. like, a, a lot of it was not you. It wasn't my fault, but it was definitely, I, I was the one that, you know, got the heaviest consequences. There yes. was a lot of haters online and mm-hmm. a lot of, um, mm-hmm. I got doxxed. And sure. you guys know the story, but I went yes. from making upwards of twenty twenty eight thousand dollars $28,000 a year mm-hmm. doing comedy, doing what I love. Comedy to me is like therapy. You know, for that me, is so interesting, right? It's me, like yes. a ch- church yes. therapy. To me, it's like the doctor, but yes. Uh huh. When I'm on stage, it's like, I don't know if you guys know this. Comedy's you, math for me. Oh, that's really fascinating. Yeah. Well, well, you guys don't do stand up, right? 
Well, so you don't even know. I mean, you don't even. I know. I definitely could, and I would be good at it right away. Oh, and it would no. be easier than what I do. No yes. way. No, no comedy. Stand-up comedy is, the, is like, I don't even know if you guys know this, but it's the highest form of comedy. Like, it's just okay. you it's and you a mic. And a mic, and you strip away. And a net, surely, right? No, there's no, there's no net. <laughs> there's that's no whole, net. That's the whole part of it, is that there isn't a net. It's like doing, it's like doing I think I actually have seen a net. At, well, at, okay. le- at, at least you can Maybe. sort of hide from the truth when you're up there. On you stage. can't. It, it, it truth is comedy. Comedy is truth. Like one Moshe, axiom, what? One axiom of comedy is if you tell the truth about yourself, even if there's no joke connected to it, as long as it's like confessional, it's that's comedy. And that's funnier that, actually than a joke. Way funnier. Like if mm-hmm. I just came up and said like my parents are deaf and one is dead over you and over again. You did say that. I, yeah. yeah. And, and that, I was laughing my ass off. Right. And jokes suck shit. Yeah, jokes are the I worst. I would hate to hear a joke. Any kind of craft applied to it is taking me completely out of it. I just actually think you're interesting. But I was the first guy to get real on stage. Whoa! Yeah, people don't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was. Like, I, I was the first person to just be like, there was a- And did the police come? Uh, w- no, I, well, I mean, there was some plainclothes people that I assume <laughs> might have been cops or whatever, uh-huh. but they kind of like, let, let, they didn't- yeah. they didn't. The thing is, they kept reaching, sort of. It felt like, do, it felt is it time sketchy, to call it in. You know, yeah. it felt sketchy. But, um, but yeah, I got real. I, I, I had been trying to do my act, and and it hadn't been working. And then one day, I just looked at the audience, and I was like, oh, they're me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so let me show Whoa. them who I am. Yeah. Anyway, so I was making a lot of money doing stand up mm-hmm. prior to coming on the show. You were saying then, like twenty. So when they say that 28, you're twenty eight thousand, you said that the audience was you. Mm. You are also. On vacation, going to the comedy store. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also drunk. No, I I just got engaged. I live in uh, in Iowa City, and I just got engaged, and uh, it actually isn't going to work out. But yeah, but but that's me in in a way, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Is it in a way that's me? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like on the other hand, it's like no, I'm not some bumpkin. I'm like. You know what I mean? I'm a California Jew. It's like right. I'm an educated person. I'm not like from some other place with some wife or fiance. Yeah. I'm not. And like, you're yeah. up high, I'm higher, just talking down yeah. in some way. People. I'm like, yeah, yeah and it's like physically. Yeah. yeah. So in a way, the audience definitely isn't me because, like, right. You know, like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Like, but in another mm-hmm. way, in another way, they're totally me. Yeah. And um, anyway. You got you so I was got living real. my dreams, mm-hmm. and I got real living my dreams. You made twenty eight twenty eight k pre tax twenty eight k, and it's after the show, yeah. you don't have to declare all that either, right? I, yeah, sometimes I get paid straight up. They're throwing Cash. coins on stage. That happens quite a bit because I'll mention that I'm a Jew, and then the audience yeah. always <laughs> thinks it's funny to like <laughs> toss them up on stage. And, and you're doing a show in the Fountain of the Grove. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. do. Yeah, I've done it in Rome you, too. So you're stealing. Oh. You're effectively getting paid in people's wishes as well. That's correct. When you steal yeah. the coin, you get to take that. Away yeah, from. yeah, and and the, I found a monkey paw, even on stage. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So so I'm me. I'm them. I'm I'm I'm. Tr- you're like, you. You're them. I'm like the ultimate you're truth real. teller. I'm like a free speech. It's the truth. Sort of warrior. You're sort of a modern day preacher as well. Absolutely. A, I mean, comedians and, are basically priests, except comedians don't lie. They don't lie. And, and the comedy club is a revival tent. I mean, I think we've mm-hmm. all made that analogy, right? Yes. And it's like being uh, being a stand up comedian, which you guys don't understand in any way. It's like there's something so visceral about it uh, and raw and real you know yeah. 
Like, mm-hmm. did you guys see? It's actually punk rock, isn't it? It is. It's the new punk for wow. sure. Yeah. Punk rock preacher. Voting Trump and Quite being a stand-up. AMC, those are, basically. Those are kind of the, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. But they should make, honestly, and you guys won't take this, right? This is my idea. Um, I have to hear it first. Okay, I trust you. They should make a TV show about what it's like to be a stand-up comedian. That's oh, what I I'd love do. to okay. steal that. I would love to Please steal don't. that. No, it's like, Ooh. it's like I'm a comedian. I'm trying to make it in the big city. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and how like, old are you currently, and how old are you playing? Uh, there's a disparity. <laughs> so I, I'm currently my age, but I actually gonna, I'm going to play much older. Wow. Right. I'm, play, I'm way older than I am now. Just starting out. Starting out, uh, you know, like second Thrice life. divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Just a boy from Iowa City. Three-time yeah. loser with a mic yep. and a big bucket of truth. That's right. That's, and I'm going to splash it on you. Mm-hmm. Are you in the splash zone? This is the name of the name of the show. Yeah. It was called Are You in the Splash Zone? It's a question. Yeah. yeah. Well, comedy, fountain comedy. So anyway, you guys aren't going to do that, right? Uh, we might do something that is like very different from that. That's great. Yeah. That is like, for example, about a different guy who's not you. Okay. I love this. Like uh-huh. you're not in it, uh-huh. for example, which would be like totally different. Oh, cause I'm like a white guy. Like you don't think that I can, you can make a show about me anymore. No. Well, this would be like a white guy who is like more muscular. <laughs> this white guy would be. Oh, buff. He's been to the gym. Buff yes. comedy. Yeah. I would say like this guy is like tan. Tan and well. buff. And, and He's ripped and but he's hot. Did he yeah. tell the truth? He's going to have to yeah. if he mm-hmm. wants to get that audience on his side. Because he is the audience in a way. But Whoa. he's also buff. He's ripped. stronger than them. He's stronger, yeah. So the audience in a way is buff. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I mean, they'd love to hear that. Wow, 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 wow. This is... So I'm connecting to something big. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about doing that show. And uh, also a movie, too. Oh, you were already thinking about it before I pitched it to Dude, you. Dude, he actually yeah. mentioned something like this to me. Before yes. I got here? Yeah, because you were kind of late. I was. <laughs> you were a little late, and yeah. so we were thinking we gotta about We got to talk about it. We oh, have you, to do something. You came you up know? with this in the half hour late... That I was. Like yeah, well, I what got, do you want to do? Just sit here? No, no, You're just no. like, what do we wish was on TV? So if I had come here on time, this still would be kind of totally my intellectual property. It's, mm-hmm. int- I mean, like with the butterfly effect and stuff, it's like impossible to predict these things. Like what, oh, wow. what, what, what actually what happens. But we actually don't, we want to do something else with this show. Okay. With this episode. Uh, oh, then have this conversation? Yes. Okay, great. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. This we don't want the to do. The stuff I don't know brought why. to the table, it's interesting it's maybe the first time somebody, a guest, has come in with something. Mm. And, and it's actually pretty I good. I, I hate that it's happening. But it doesn't It's not in the format. Fit, okay, especially yeah. for a, spe- a like big landmark episode for us. I'm backing down. To just do something totally different that's more in the vein of, I think, what people want. Sure. Yes. To It's a 300. It's a big one. We mm-hmm. should be like letting people in to this show, like making it accessible. And so what we're going to do is talk about a show that we did a year ago sure. that uh, most people have not heard, but some people have. Did you listen to that episode? I did. Yeah. I listened to it. Mm-hmm. Do you, What? You want me to comment on it? Well, let's listen. Well, like, to we, the whole episode? We thought we'd go back through it mm-hmm. and we'd do... <laughs> Then we'd sort of do a bit of a commentary. And actually get your side of it, because like you're saying, you have been taking a lot of heat for this, which I think mostly is not fair. Uh, Oh, some part of it is The last time I saw you, though. I mean, you were there. Like, you did did say that stuff. Right, yeah. 
I yeah. Did, yeah. The last time I saw you was at a professional engagement, and you were making, I mean, we were making 28 Gs, but you were making, I think, $900, and we were doing punch-up on the film Stuber, and do you know how that ended up? I saw it. Did you? I saw Stuber at the premiere, no less. <laughs> oh, wow. Bautista was there. Did Sean's stuff get in? I, any of my stuff? I don't know if any of my or your stuff got in, if I'm being... If I'm being honest, Sean has told me multiple times about a joke that he pitched in the studio project. Not, Wait, what I was mean, the it joke? was partially Dom's pitching. I said it. There's no way it's ever going to get in. But, it was just a funny run that really the room went on. But I think Dom's the one that said that um, it was when they're going through the crowd, turning everyone around. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, they're looking yes, for yes, the criminal yes, in the opening. Yes, I remember. And then, that's so he goes like, this guy's turning people around. Let's turn him around. And people and, start turning him around. And then people start turning him around, and so he can't get to the criminal. Did that happen? Yep. Yeah. It, it did? That yeah. is in the movie? Yeah. Uh, what do you want from me here? No, the joke didn't make it, okay? Ah, wow. I killed it. Ah. No, it you was, killed it? Yeah. No, but it wasn't. it was not in... You were very funny in that room, though. Hey, I, man, you're honest. always funny in the room, I, I mean, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go through, we're going to listen to this thing that for us, actually, I mean, and this is what I think is not fair about it. The episode for us has been such a launch pad to doing all these, like, like, like for example, like way more punch-up rooms than just that. I don't oh, know wow. how many. Is that right? Yeah. From the, like, from the episode. From this, yeah, I mean, I think so. That's what people tell us mm-hmm. is like this has been so huge for us, yes. uh, and and for it to be so devastating for your career. I just think we, you know, we should dispel some of the myths about what actually went on. I will say, true story, because uh, as you know, I like to get real. Someone did come up to me after a gig on the road and said, "Hollywood Handbook Comic Con episode mm-hmm. among the community." I guess you guys have a community. Oh. It's like, it's a legendary episode. Wow. Okay. That's not a... He didn't say what the community was. <laughs> Your community. I think he might have said on the commune. <laughs> there's, there's... You guys have started about the commune. seven. Well, <laughs> there's about seven dudes who are all married to each other mm-hmm. who live on like a Hollywood handbook farm. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's state like mandated. Oh, the state is involved with the commune? In that they have forced these men to live on this. It's basically So like a field trip to a comedy show like that was monitored. Like there was Uh not a probation officer, but effectively a probation officer witnessing that interaction. So you were safe. They had to say that though. Like that wasn't a sincere thought. I think they like it in a way. It's one of the only things they have access to there. Um, They're obviously not allowed to just roam the web, you know, freely. So, and they weren't allowed to laugh, which actually explains a lot of what you hear on the thing. On the podcast or at that show that night? Well, that actually became a podcast. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> God, you guys are good. Yeah. It is hard work. <laughs> it's, dude, don't get me started, man. What do you do? Like, obviously, we're talking about all this career stuff, but like, what are you into? Forget all the showbiz stuff. And this like, is actually what, is what it, we're going. So, this is like the 300th episode. Episodes three to 500 are going to be just like getting into people, not what they do professionally but just what are you into what like, are you like into it's it's that's actually like super, and what's your hobbies 
I hear it's actually not an easy. Forget all the stuff that people like you for and would want to hear about. Right. Do you read any books or anything? What's the big hobbies that you know? It's actually honestly not an easy question to answer because I've been so lost in like. Oh my goodness. The quest for my career. What are you watching? Like, like streaming or terrestrial? Yes. Um, I guess I like um, like the James Spader vehicle. Yes. Uh, Blacklist. Uh-huh. Ah. I really like Blacklist. <clears throat> I'm a criminal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's and him. And his character, Black Blackerson. Yeah. Oh, and he's, he's got a whole list of whole list of people so yeah. i like that a lot yeah that's Dude, what I, that I, list is still going huh god that list was so much longer than i thought yeah i like blacklist i like um i like uh i like movies mm-hmm. yeah do you guys oh my god yes yeah like uh i saw movies i have a i have a daughter oh wow mm. yeah that i have not seen yeah and that's she's She's on, uh, the bad news is she's on the blacklist. She's on James. What? Yeah, no, <laughs> your daughter's on Spader's blacklist. Yeah, that's which is not easy for us. Not easy. Wow. Okay. Well, we don't want to burn all this now. Let's listen to the old episode, <laughs> and then we'll talk. Are you playing it? Yeah, it's playing right now. Okay, keep playing the song. Keep I'm playing. Just, we're it. just we have so much to do. We're just this is the beginning. This is too early. Did in you it. not select clips or anything? Okay. Did you select any like timestamp? Uh, no. Did what? Did I ask you to last week? No. Yes, I did. I thought it was like. <laughs> yes, I did. So this what is we real. talked about. He this may is have real. heard. I can understand you saying make some selections for next week for him to hear like selections of pie. Okay, right. Select three pies. Because we said we're going to have Moshe come in. We will do commentary on the commentary episode. And Hayes is like, mostly we should be playing the live show and getting his input like uh, on like his experience on stage and everything. But I said, let's pick like one or two spots where we're talking to to get his right. input on our input. And to be fair, um, what you heard was bring three pies. Yes. Uh, so that's fair. Just buy three pies from Gelson's. That's what you heard. Food for less. Yeah, food for less. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is not a, a, a Gelson's show. <laughs> so let's sense. just find the beginning of the, you will, so you, if you, as you're flipping around in the episode, the sound will suddenly get very bad. Mm-hmm. And then that is the part that we want to actually listen to. Do reverence. Like, times let's pleasure. <laughs> thing I say. And kiss the, and kiss the okay, queen. Okay, so it's going to uh-huh. be way before this. So you kiss the queen. I remember being like a later part. Uh, Okay, they're my favorite. (laughs) And you experience times. Let's get into the show, knowing full well, buddy. (laughs) Man has been played exclusively by women. Okay, it's a little before. There we go. It's a little before. That's really close, buddy. (laughs) And (laughs) pleasure face. Sorry, Moshe. <clears throat> Sorry to me. You know, uh, it was all the real. You guys are a popular podcasts, right? By- no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wide spectrum, but I would I say no. Uh-huh. Um, Helen of Troy. Okay, so and we're back to the kiss the queen moment. We've man. we've rediscovered that. 
Well, and now no, instead of the laptop, we're going to the phone. It's a little easier on the phone. Hmm. Um, what level are you really unhappy and uncomfortable right now? Even what level? for you, 11. Oh, yeah. wouldn't it be better to <laughs> pick out spots? That's a, that's a comedy <laughs> reference. That's Spinal Tap, yeah, man. Spinal oh, wow. Doing it. He's been telling me about this movie. Sp- oh, you haven't seen Spinal Tap? No, but it's Kevin a, loves it. I feel it. like I have. It's really honestly. good. Do you know what a documentary is? Okay, uh, okay. You know what one of those is? A documentary? Okay. Mm. So this is like a subgenre. It's called a, it's a mockumentary. Okay. So it's like what? almost sending up the genre of documentary. What? Okay, he has been That'll calling it. That'll never work. Honestly, it, you'd be surprised. It's funny. He has called it a mock you, rock you, shock you documentary. <laughs> Wait, why wouldn't he call it a mock you, shock you, rock you mentory? And uh, just flipping those two well, no, things you said in the order? He calls it a mock you, shock you, rock you documentary. But yes. Part mock of you, the, shock you, rock you documentary. Part yeah. of the whole game is that you get rid of the doc part. And because those words rhyme with doc, you substitute them in. So I it's don't a, know. A, an easier, fun, more fun way would be rock you, shock you, shock you, drop you. Well, said? he said, well, what Kevin initially said to me was, it's a mock documentary that rocks and <laughs> shocks has, you. Has okay. pushed his microphone away. Oh it's a mock documentary that rocks and shocks your world. Yes, that was what he told me. Yeah. And it, actually, that sounded kind of good. Right. So the director, Christopher Gethard, uh, uh, um, he he did went ahead and combined those words. So it's the the... So it's the rock you shock you documentary that'll rock your world. He just went boop, got rid of Doc. It's a mockumentary. Okay, and then you could keep going. It's a rock you mockumentary. That sounds oh, like okay. to do that to me sounds like career suicide. <laughs> How's it going over there? And I hate seeing you have such a bad time. I obviously uh, played we're the original. Cl- we're so close. Um, we got to go back a little more. We're going back to the hey, very beginning. He's going back <laughs> too one. much. But Bail I will on. say the, the positive is I'm feeling less guilty you about being late my- by the second yeah. member. Oh, yeah. A you lot of I mean? conf- like I felt really bad. And now I'm, I'm, I feel and like I'm regaining openly, goodwill. It does seem like it would have been a good time to, to find some clips. <laughs> Right, the, the forty minutes. So it was a half hour. Like, we were uh, figuring out this movie show thing. It's interesting. Yeah. So what, yeah. Kevin? Let's stop. Can do you want to talk about it? Like, so you knew <laughs> that the idea was to do commentary on it. Like, even just for you as the person who was going to be pressing play, did you think we would just listen to the entire episode? No way, right? It's like one of our longer episodes. It is an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. Making the commentary probably. This episode, like closer to two hours, and uh, and there's no way we were gonna do that. I have a hard out, and Hayes did have a hard out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought we would listen to the top and then just kind of like see how we felt from there and just randomly and then search around for other stuff. Uh, yeah. So I'm kind of a curse to this show, huh? <laughs> is well, somebody is. So the people, the things that people have been saying, I am starting to wonder if they were right. And it was about me being a curse or not. I mean, us. you're here. You were here then. Right. And you're here now. Oh, I was there then. I'm here now. Okay. That was in San Diego. That's interesting. Yeah. Something to think about. And are you allowed back into San Diego? I walked straight into San Diego last night. For the IMDb Pro Party. Oh. 
yeah, and the, everyone on IMDb was there. Well, yeah, but well, your star meter had to be at a certain a certain level. Oh, obviously. what's yours? I'm I, I'm well. It's lower now than it was a year ago, yeah. obviously, but it's mm. four hundred. Wow. Yeah, four hundred stars. Eating better is easy with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready-to-go in just two minutes. Speaking of ready-to-go in just two minutes, Chef Kevin is here with his new show, The Chef Kevin Factor, where he creates fresh, never-frozen meals. Now, this is different, Kevin. I just want to establish... Mm-hmm. It's none of this like here's a like a pile of ingredients like this is the meal. The yeah, meal has the to be ready. It's not a meal. recipe. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the meal. You cook the full meal for us now, Kevin. Yeah. You don't just send us a bunch of stuff you had laying around in your cabinet. You're actually doing the cooking. And there are 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart, protein plus and keto. Which is this? It's a little bit of all of them. Okay. Okay, it shouldn't be. There are also more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. How many add-ons and what are some of them? It's one big add-on okay. and it's you on your bed. You're so tired after you eat my meal. The, ad- <laughs> the, the promise is the you, meal you, makes us sleepy. You've been pushing that so much. You're That's saying that you will be copy. added on to your to bed. To your bed, yeah. Your bed plus one. That's the opposite of what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you stay a lot of these. I know give you a ton of energy. They have like smoothies and things like that. Reservation for two. Me walking in my bedroom. What's the second? It's you in your bed. The bed. I guess Clippy. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No, we didn't even. This is abs- This is not even up for consideration. So let's just hear what the actual meal. What was the was. food? I don't want to go to bed. It's very simple. It's one huge chicken nugget. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com/slash/theboys50 and use code theboys50 to get. 50% off. That's code the boys 50 at factormeals.com slash the boys 50 to get 50% off. Life can be ridiculous, but you know what's not funny? Getting ripped off. And Harry's agrees. Yeah. So, what we want to talk sure about do. today with. Sorry, you said Harry's or Harry? I said Harry's. We, we always talk about Harry's first, and then we talk about you, clean Harry, uh, who are sort of our new. Noted. Mascot, I don't know. Note for, taken. For this campaign. Talk about Harry's first. Okay. What we want to talk I about is something funny that happened to you recently. Great. A ridiculous or fun situation that you were in okay, recently. Uh, that's the prompt, and that'll take us into discussing the product. Particularly how great funny, the product funny to me or funny to just anyone? I, I mean, do you... You feel like there's a difference there, like you. Yeah, I mean, I've had things happen to me that I suppose you would find funny. Okay, but that you didn't find funny, and and well, you have no, things, not really. And you have things that have happened that you would find funny, but the rest of the world would not. Yeah, I guess I'm interested in that one. That I would find funny. Yes, but that others would not find funny. You seem to think that you have like a specific taste. 
when it comes to what's funny or ridiculous that is not. I ordered uh, um, like a scented spray for my pillow to help me sleep at night, like a lavender scent. Okay. And uh, they, they accidentally sent me two. Okay. So you understand that most people would not find that funny or ridiculous. But mm-hmm. but you but you do. I just had a, a little chuckle about the mix up at the at the shipping okay. uh, warehouse. <laughs> Harry saw customers getting screwed over by questionable That's overpriced, a come up. overpriced shaving products. Clean Harry on the come up. I decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same stupid high prices, Harry's found their own way to Double make be- scent bottle. beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Bogo, baby. Exceptional products, honest prices. I don't. Is there a Bogo as part of this? Because I don't want to be like talking about no, but uh, that's deals what happened. that are no. But I clean Harry Punk. Harry's got two bottles. Buy one, get one. Their deodorant, their lotion, their body wash, their hair gel, all very high-quality products. They all smell great. German engineer blades made in their own factory. They stay sharp longer. You get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash the boys. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. Getting ripped off isn't funny do you want to hear what happened to me that you might find yes funny, uh, yes sure but that you didn't yeah so you're attuned to, to this stuff i got my foot stuck in the dryer at the laundromat and it somehow turned on and you know that that was what something other people would find funny based on well the responses you were you were getting a lot of people inside that laundromat seemed to find it pretty humorous when my legs started spinning around and flipping me over. <laughs> what happened was I was holding my laundry basket with both hands and I saw, ooh, still a sock left in the dryer. Mm-hmm. So I stuck my foot in and tried to pick it up with my little toesies. I wear sandals. Punk. And as I'm picking it up, I just sort of tripped and my foot got wedged in between. There's like slats in there and stuck inside there. And then, I don't know who, somebody pushed the button or what, but it turned on and the thing starts flipping over and I'm flying in circles. Help, punk, help me, you punks. Are your clothes staying in the basket or are you going fast? No, no, no. I'm wearing all of them by the end of the cycle. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash the boys. That's harrys.com slash the boys for a $3 trial set. Hey guys, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all your subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. The subscriptions are insidious. They're the scourge of our modern life, and you never realize what you're subscribing to or that you're still being charged. I know that I was... About 19 dresses into receiving each one of the 27 Mm -hmm. dresses from the movie, 27 dresses, before I found out how much it was costing that they intended to send me, by the way, this will shock you, 54 dresses if I did not cancel. And- I, you know, I you go, think oh, also well, got an by, end point at by least. like dress 14, 15, I think it starts to become clear. Like these aren't the dresses. 
oh no they were not from the movie they didn't resemble anything from the no. movie they were not they were either way too big or way too small for a human to wear yeah and one of them was a dressing yeah one of them was a was it a was a vinaigrette it was a raspberry vinaigrette it was a french raspberry dressing. vinaigrette dressing Ugh. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They have over 5 million users and have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. And that was, I mean, just to be fully transparent, that $500 million was most of that was the the dresses well yeah i mean you're talking about hollywood memorabilia you're talking about like ornate gowns you know yes. in some cases and so that was uh yeah that was costing me a lot a lot a lot a stop lot. wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash the boys that's rocketmoney.com slash the boys rocketmoney.com slash the boys Mm. Okay, I think I found the beginning. Yeah. And talk about that. And it was the energy in the room was such a big part. And, and, and I just so want to let him yeah, listen. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. This is the beginning. We're starting. So I was with Harley mm -hmm. Quinn. Yeah. And Amy. Tim. Yes. And we were doing a jigsaw puzzle. Okay. <laughs> That's hard. Oh, yeah. Much harder. Yeah, and so it's only you're only going by shape. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. And at a certain point, I just decide, let's not do this anymore. Just quit. Yeah, we'll just quit. Yeah, right. Let's just move on and do the show. Let's just do the show. Let's do the show. Hey, welcome to Hollywood. So, okay, pause it. So what is going on for you in this moment? When I'm watching you guys do that intro? Yes. Where are you? Like, set the scene. Like, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What is going through your head? Well, it, for me, it's so refreshing to hear. I just got to say, having done the Duke Bush's Baked Bean story today and being like, eh, this one's not that good. But then to hear what a bad one really sounds like. <laughs> for me, it's pre-show. Yeah. So I'm obviously in the green room, like, shadow boxing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm getting ready to go on stage. Mm -hmm. and there's nothing up there for me, but... You know, the energy of the crowd. And the Did you have to poop like Creed? What's that? Oh, to poop. No, that's not that's good. Bathroom. Poops. Do you, now you're, uh, I mean, we can talk about this a little bit. You are a sharpened blade when you take the stage. Absolutely. And you slice through the audience. I slice and dice like, and, and my styles are nice. Mm. Right. So that's my motto. And that's I don't know if I, you, my creed, you probably actually. don't even realize wow. you're doing this. The, that rhymed. What did? Okay. I, this is what I suspected. When you get in the zone, and I sort of summoned stage Moshe in a way yeah, by right. saying this, you said you slice and dice, and then you mentioned that your styles are nice. Oh my God. And it actually oh, wow. connects. You're so, to the words, and then a third one. It's like hearing you say it back to mm. me. I'm like, wow, that rhymes and that sounds like 
the best sort of most sophisticated rap I've ever heard. Yeah. But saying it, it just came out like butter. And can yeah. I say, I love that your dad is hearing this. Of course. He's, you know, he's actually able to, he's hearing the recording. He's not hearing the episode you release. He rec- he mm. hears as we, he has like early access. Mm-hmm. That should honestly shows be like a premium tier thing. No, they have a, they, the Patreon actually is run in, in heaven. Wow. Yeah. Well, we should probably be making, I don't, we should be making your dad pay for this stuff. Like it's that. Oh, like, he paid. Yeah, come on. He was deaf his whole life. Think about it. Okay. But I didn't see anything from that. So when you guys were on stage, uh, wait, yeah. wait, do you, what do you want from me? How did I feel about you? How you guys were doing? Yeah. You're watching this happen. What are you thinking you're going to walk into basically? Well, I knew, I knew the show, obviously it's a huge show. Oh I, God. I, and I mean, I knew that you guys felt nervous. About what was about to happen. You guys mentioned it in the green room. And uh-huh. I was like, you know, I'm jabbing. Well, yeah, hooking. you're like getting you're, really close to my face. You're doing these 15 punch combinations right. that are like whizzing past my ear. So mm-hmm. you say we're nervous. I assume obviously it's because I'm of the, the moves you're I'm doing. You're almost yeah. punching me. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, you guys remember, I was like, you know, don't worry. The only, the only, only people I knock out. Is the audience? Mm. You remember? You know, I remember you saying yourself. that. Yeah, you, you were so impressed with. It was myself. You're knocking right? out yourself in a weird way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys, I do remember, were nervous because you didn't know if anybody knew who you were in the audience. <laughs> that, is that, that that's fair? And then you took that's the stage right. to tell. That's so funny. I don't remember feeling that. <laughs> yeah, you guys took to the stage to tell a you know a, a sort of whimsical a game. I guess. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And you're. It seemed to me that you felt that your fears were confirmed in that moment. Ah, was I thinking that? It's interesting because, you know, when you're really listening and again, listening now and listening at the time, I realized that in telling that whimsical story, as you so kindly described it, I am sort of pausing for laughter without having said any kind of joke. And then in the vacuum created by the lack of laughter, I'm mad at them. I guess I think it's impolite. But if I put myself in their shoes, totally fair. I'm listening to this on better headphones than I have in the past. And there's uh, there's one moment where someone like scoots their chair. <laughs> in a real, it's one of the loudest chair scoots. I've ever heard. Well, can I? Do you have another clip? Do you want to play? I didn't mean to take over hosting the Let's show, but let them I was off the hook, and we'll explain a little bit about ourselves, about our deal. Uh, Sean and I. This is Sean. I'm, I'm Sean. Hayes. That's Hayes. We have done Hollywood. Uh huh. Basically, the whole, pretty much all of it. The whole shebang. We, uh, what would mm. uh, we be best known for, for like a Comic-Con crowd? Well, for me, mm. I obviously uh, played the original, um, in the original series, uh, Mrs. Batman. Jordan, if only you had been there. Or I guess you were, but if only you understood what was happening then in a way that you have yes. figured out since. Yes. I would have been mm-hmm. laughing the whole episode. Yes, it was, was a was journey a laugh. of curiosity. That was Jordan in the studio. <laughs> no, there was a <laughs> little Mrs. laugh Batman? Yeah. No, not on Mrs. Not Batman. Not on Mrs. Batman. Yeah, you're no, right. There was a laugh on us saying we had done we'd Hollywood. We'd done Hollywood. The least yeah. jokey thing that we were saying. Mm. Uh, I feel bad, Moshe, because you sort of fed me that 
I did give you that concept. Line. Yeah. Uh, in the green room to make me less nervous. Right. And I, it did work because I'm like, oh, good. I'm sitting on Mrs. Batman. I said, I do yeah. remember that. I was I was punching and I said, you know what always works with these yahoos? Yeah. Right. Yeah. These are like comic dorks. Say, you're, say you're Mrs. Batman. And I did like a long act out of like the way that dorks act. You know, yeah. it's all like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like pushing my glasses up. Yeah. And I said, all you got to do, take a popular franchise from a comic book film and then make it about the spouse of that hero mm-hmm. yeah. which has literally always worked for me and so what do you think it was that delivery I, delivery definitely <laughs> delivery delivery okay. and in listening back even i am going wow when moshe did this it was so fucking funny in the green room i'm pissing myself in the green room because i'm I would, looking for a new set of freaking chinos after that you did that bit there are certain voice patterns to sh- to let the the audience know that was a joke and is you it, know? yeah, is one of the voice patterns that they like a sort of quavering, <laughs> weaselly neediness? That's because someone that mastered know who I that. am. Someone who is scared of their own fear, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. That is uh, a technique in, in what we call alternative comedy. Ah. Right? Right. Tell Jane me about that. Alternative comedy, a lot of people have say, say it's almost a alternative to comedy. Mm. I'm a club guy. You know, that's mm-hmm. me. So I, I tell jokes. Mm-hmm. So I would have said, you might remember me from the popular movie franchise, Mrs. Batman. And okay. that uptick, that Batman. Suck my fucking brujol. Yeah. <laughs> Batman. Yeah. Then the audience is Batman. like, oh, jo- end of joke. Beep, beep, beep. End of the joke. Yeah. And then they would do just. And you're go, like squatting or like yeah, doing. Or, or, yes. Yes. Doing a squat or put Start it, humping the, the stool. stool. Yeah. Mrs. Batman. Oh, oh, Bruce Wayne. Oh, you know what I mean? I'll start fucking uh, it like it's Bruce Wayne or something like that. And I'm like, oh, Albert, could you get me a, a spot OT? Yeah. You know? Albert, yeah. Kind of a thing. <laughs> Albert, isn't that a. That's the name of the butler, right? Albert. Yeah. Albert. Yeah, yeah. Albert. Yeah. So that's what I would have done. But I mean, oh, it's so funny. It's different, you know? Yeah. That but, I think would have worked. Yeah. Like when you were doing that in the green room, man, I was like checking my chinos for fucking spots. wet for, spots. For, for just to. Yeah. And also, blast, cool. yeah. Also blasting off. Yeah. Oh, peep. Oh, pee pee. And from, yeah. Batman. Kind of Oh, thing. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, oh, man. Oh, boy. Okay, let's hear another part. We were thinking, people might not know who we are. Yeah. Let's do almost what we did in the very first episode of our podcast. Oh, and this is the... do these kind of... Very next uh, moment? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, quick, you know... Ch- I wonder if we want to like even get to like Moshe or something. That would be great. So I'll ju- I'll just talk again about part of what's going on is like Kevin left the got up and left the room for a while, a substantial period of time. Yeah, I yeah. got into the other the other part of the studio, and I thought maybe that was so he could like find specific moments, <laughs> not and not be sitting right next to us. Uh, I think and it so was it more be playing. about just not being in the room anymore. <laughs> it did seem, though, to your We're credit, finding. like he was like, all right, let's go. Played like, that first clip and then was like, all right, clip number two. But it was the moment after clip number one. It was like situation handled. Yeah. yeah. And then I thought like, and now he's going to play like a relevant clip. But it just was playing this from the exact moment we stopped. Mm-hmm. 
I do want to hear when Moshe first shows up because that was sort of like a crossroads for you. You must for my career, for my think life. Think back of like things you could have done instead of in that moment of, <laughs> of instead of appearing on stage. No, you're right. I mean, to, yeah, there was. You, you could look at like the floor plan of the studio and like there were like other routes you could have taken well yeah and i i'll never forget it because there was actually um a passenger 57 cast reunion panel happening at the same time that i obviously really wanted to go to yeah yeah and i was like oh no you know these are good guys you know this is uh, like this is a popular podcast the whole crowd is going to know who they are Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna so i did think about that you and know, you still yeah. have questions that you didn't get to ask. That's right. At the panel. Who's Passenger 58? Yeah, like what is this? Is this a movie? What? Yeah, what was what was prison like, Wesley? Like a lot of different. Okay. Wesley Snipes. Also like star. it's. Oh, so it is a movie. Passenger 57, yeah. It's a oh, movie. Okay. It was. You're right. It was. Right, it was. It's not anymore. Yeah, no. it stopped. Because the Passenger, that's interesting. Did they used to, every passenger had their own number? Because what I think is like it's an aisle, like it would be now like passenger 13A. Right, but this was a very big plane, mm. but with only one chair per row. Okay. Mm. So it's very, very long. long Who's in the 50, Who were cast members row? like two through six that you wanted to see at the cast reunion? Uh, what is this? Doug Loves Movies? <laughs> He's fucking the table. He's up in the what are table. we? <laughs> oh, what are we? What are we Holy over here? Shit, we had Doug on. Yeah, yeah. transparency. Well, translucency. Um, and yeah, and letting people inside the Chuckle. show business process. And so, what we want to do is kind of as a treat, we're going to bring up our friend who writes with us, uh, and we are all going to break the story on stage. All right, so let's bring out our friend, Moshe Kasher. Moshe! Oh, you, Moshe, This was real. Please. Now, this was a fun area for me. Now, if you want to know <laughs> what I was thinking at this moment, I do remember what I was thinking at this moment particularly. Uh, yeah. I, I remember this one clearly, which mm-hmm. is, that's not how you pronounce my name. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then I thought it must have been a game. It's the kind of thing we would do as a joke. Right, but, but w- w- I don't, you said it correctly. Yeah. So that I, was, had kn- I had met you before. That's what made me doubt that it was a joke because you immediately stepped in in this way that I can I, I've seen before, which is to try to fix the error. But that but what that if, may have been. But, so I betrayed Hayes in a way. But what about yeah, after I should have doubled, doubled, doubled down, down on that. the misplaced? Because you knew Moshe Batman. Yeah. What about after that when I said Moshe though? Oh, that was well. That was nice because that's my stage name. Is it weird that people are now calling you Moshi? Well, that's been a big problem. Why yeah. it's been hard to make a living yeah. because mm-hmm. people don't know who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. They they I, I say my name and they say who. And, and then I'll say Moshi. They go, oh, Hollywood Handbook episode two, uh, 299. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's right. So that there was a branding issue that definitely happened. I did. I was thinking about your name a little bit today. And um, that when we recorded this episode and even you agreeing to do this this next one with us, that it was so kind and that you were such a sweetie. And then I was singing Sweetie Moshe. Mm. To the tune of Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith, just to myself around the office. Oh, that's... You ever do that? About my own name yeah. or just sing other people's Sweet names into the Sweet Emotion song? Sweet Emotion. Yeah. As you would sing Sweetie it. Sweetie Moshi. Sweetie Moshi. <laughs> yeah. It's a different tune. Yeah. 
I like that. Moshe is cool. With a little accent. That's better. Well. That's I, better. No offense. No, none taken. It's it's not important to me. It's only my identity. But uh, I do. Moshe I will, Cashier. I will. I, I would, I guess, change my name. Yeah. To that. It's just a one little line. This is a little, just a little this, a little mark. It just feels like it changes who I am. Mm. I go from like... But don't you want to do that? Yeah, right. Is, wow. is, is who you are working out? Well, I, I love... That to me is the pitch. Well, I love the audience, and I am the audience. Moshe Cashier makes the 28 Gs. Oh, again, back in, back in business. I'm just uh-huh. saying. Mm-hmm. I'll think about it. Do we have a new part? I don't know how much we can say. We've written all these fucking movies. Yeah. yeah. We've written every single one. I, I mean, I, I won't say that you created the character Spider-Man, but I won't not say that you didn't. Well, just from the way I was jumping around. Right. A little trickle Basically. of laughter. That wasn't yes. bad. I mean, that, that was you, the thing. On, the, on like a bell curve, you destroy in this episode. I mean, no. <laughs> you want my real thoughts on this episode? I was going to wait till the end, but I'm, I'm not... Are we gonna? We're probably pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Well, I honestly, and now, now this is sincere. I, as a as a stand up comedian, the highest form of com- comedy. Uh huh. I thought it was a sort of a master class in watching an audience, um, not know what was happening, uh huh, and then get swept up into the psychic current. Of what they were witnessing. Like they were, yes, confused at the beginning yes. because they had no context for what they were watching. <laughs> and by the end of the thing, and I take, I mean, I, I had a good time, but you guys were very funny too. By the end of the thing, they were hysteric. I felt it was a huge, I felt it was a bigger success than a show that where they everybody knew you and was laughing the whole time at, at your jokes. It was a group of cold strangers <laughs> going Oh, this bizarre thing that we're witnessing is like magical and happening before us. I was very impressed. Me, me too. <laughs> I do That's remember exactly what I've been saying. And I was curious to this that you, we were like, hey, sorry, that was such a disaster. And you immediately were like, I thought it went pretty well. <laughs> I did. I really did because uh, I've had that. But ex- I hadn't heard this explanation of it because, of course, I went like, hmm, what do stand-up shows sound like? <laughs> 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 well, no, it, as a stand-up, sometimes it's very – when you kill in front of a hot crowd where everybody's killing, that's one of the – that's a great feeling because you're, mm. you're just like, I killed. You're, you're, your ego has been satisfied. <laughs> but when you find a way to wrestle a terrible audience into your – sort of frequency of comedy and by the mm-hmm. end you've you've gotten them when getting a lukewarm reaction from an ice cold audience is more satisfying you just feel like a- more of a master you feel like oh i did the impossible uh, rather than i did what everybody else did tonight i did the impossible and that's how mm-hmm. that felt and by the way i'll never forget when i pulled that last card oh yeah yes. that was a great feeling that was cool <laughs> That would be a good clip to have, but I just, there's absolutely no way. Moments like that, yeah, isolated moments from the show that we would almost certainly reference. (laughs) When did we plan, when did we first plan on doing this, like getting Moshe, like how long has he been booked for? I will say it's been a while. Uh, It's been, yeah, a couple weeks. (laughs) It's been longer than that. Uh, Uh, Sorry. I guess I feel really bad. You feel bad. I feel bad. I would you say I'm the two like I'm a disaster. Two most unsuccessful 
like concept executions we've ever done. Yeah, that's kind of like how how am I supposed? Not to Not even about close. That? You're giving oh, really? yourself way too much credit. <laughs> nah, the the fact that the last one was live, Kevin. Please don't feel that bad. If you had done the <laughs> it's a thing perfect homage that we directly asked you to do, it would not be Hollywood Handbook. It wouldn't. No. It wouldn't be our show. If we, in a clean way, just like played like selected clips that were the right length and then we commented on them. What is that? Well, That's the not our fucking show. show. What are we reacting That's to Doug then? Loves to his credit, to his credit, I when I got the booking email, it did sort of lay out what we were going to do today. Mm. Uh-huh. And it did specifically say, you're going to be 40, about 40 minutes late. You've got a nice cushion, <laughs> right? He and, knew, Kevin. And then we're going to do some commentary on the episode you did, but the, the kind of meta joke is we're going to play about three clips from the very, very, very beginning yeah. where you haven't been introduced. We'll, <laughs> we'll do one joke from you, and then we'll kind of give up. And we'll uh-huh. hear me, like, scrolling through the episode trying yeah. to find it. Like, that'll be but, but, on my, Kevin, that's really nice. Yeah, I thought that's what we were doing. Kevin, I, you understand the show better than I do. I mean, that's what I'm learning. Uh, yes, thank, thank you, everyone. <laughs> So I expected this. When do you think that since we had such a build during the show last year that they would bring us back this year? And, and we'd be starting at the, where we ended last year. Uh, oh, the same audience would be there ready for By it. By like year six of doing it, I think we'd be getting genuine laughs. Yeah. But they didn't, we didn't hear anything about it. No. That was strange. Right? That's so weird. I wonder if they you know just what I don't have do? my email. I got an idea for you guys. Oh. Can I pitch something to you? Hey, man. No way. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Do it. Well, it's just, it's a, we'll cut this, but it's a, do it's it. It's a show about an old, kind of stuck in his ways racist guy who's dealing with a changing world. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like an older guy kind of working at the factory. Okay. No, but this is a real pitch. Ready? Uh, you, because when I listen to the episode back, I listen to every podcast episode I'm on just, mm. you know, because it's just like, obviously I want to hear a master at work. Yeah. But I was a little surprised that you guys did the the meta commentary uh-huh. thing. And I, I was, I, it was very funny what you did, but I was disappointed because I was so enamored of the uh, magical. The pure version. Yeah, the pure of version of going from like, huh, to Ha. And we cut all your good yes. stuff. That's right. That, from, that bothered me definitely. From ha to, to ha. ha. Wow. So maybe you should release, this is just a pitch, maybe release the unedited audio uh-huh. of that episode. As an extra. As, like, a, as an extra. In the feed, like we'll release this episode as our 300th episode and then episode, you know, 300A. Is 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 the uncut. It's just the uncut Comic Con with no. No commentary. Yeah. It's the know. studio cut, really. Mm-hmm. Right, the director's edition. And maybe that's only on premium. That should be, it should be harder to get to. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because you don't want a lot of people to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but but yes, that could be released on premium as like a pro version or something. That's a good idea. More guests should like Pitch have ideas. pitches about like <laughs> the guy. How we could do the show. And, this this like, is why I love and, being in a punch up room with this right? guy. Turn, and then turn them around, turn them around, turn them <laughs> around, you know, put that in there somehow. 
It made me laugh that joke when we were still talking available, about it. It was a Simpsons joke. I mean, it would never be in a movie, but it was very funny to me. I, I, I saw the movie and I don't, I don't, I never had the feeling of, oh, I, oh, I said that. I never got there that. There was not any no, not bits really. that you remembered. My experience. But Kumail didn't say to you, oh, we used this no, thing. He no. didn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I had one joke that got like you saw an it. area of a joke, not in Stuber, uh, which I haven't seen yet. But like a really, I went on a whole run that I think they used like one tenth of as like a reference in Big Sick. And then every time I saw him for like a year, he'd be like, hey, that thing you pitched. Uh And I was like, whoa, this is so nice. (laughs) He's isolated this one thing that he associates. So it feels like if he didn't do that. Then they probably didn't use anything. Oh, if he didn't, give if he you the didn't say and say you got say it. like, hey, that thing went really right. well. Like we tested the screening the other day, and that right. one thing you said was the best part, which you know it wasn't, but it's like I have found that when I do punch up in uh, action comedies, ah. that most of the time the jokes don't get there because the act. Like what happens when they film the movie is they just go more action, more action, yep. more action. So I think that's well, they go, they go. We filmed all this like them stopping down to make little quips during the action. And it's so fucking stupid. It completely removes the stakes because like they're like running and there's like a gunshot over them. And then we have this like funny little (laughs) pithy like snide run that uh, Moshe and Sean were riffing in the room and it doesn't work at all. Did I stay to the end of the credits to see if we got special thanks Ah. for the premiere? I tried. But I was made fun of. The credits were too long. Uh, yeah, I was being made fun of, and I I felt embarrassed. By your and daughter. So I left. Yeah, my daughter was there, and that was the last day I saw her actually, because she got taken out by James Spader. No. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. they finally got to her on yeah. the list. Well, I wasn't. Later. I wasn't invited to any of these things. <laughs> Moshe, what are you doing to try and? Fix all this. Oh, like, fix the the wreckage that the that mess. episode did. Yeah. Well, um, I'm doing the hardest thing there is to do. Actually, you do podcasts. I just I just launched. Actually, you do podcast. Well, I just launched a podcast. Oh, Moshe, just, I'm just, sorry. Yeah, no, it's and I can see it in your your face is very drawn. I'm gaunt for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the beautiful part is I do it with my wife Natasha Legero, and so we get to like that sort of so suffer beautiful. together or whatever. Wife, Since our daughter wife was taken out by Spader, it's like it is our baby. And it's called the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. And we give relationship advice, live relationship advice, you know, Mm. a la la Dr. Drew kind of a thing. But we also make fun of people. And then we hear people's deep, dark secrets on our secrets hotline. So, wow. Yeah. You do podcast. Yeah, I do a podcast. It's not been easy, but it's been fun. (sighs) And oh, wait, can I can I read the the hotline? Can I can I can I give your your listeners the hotline? Yeah, so they for can, them to call yeah. the secret line. They just play call. A, just play a whole episode off your phone. Honestly, would you guys stick around for Kevin, me? Kevin, you got clips in his thing. It would be very funny if you had selected clips for mine. But listen, two one three two 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 eight six zero eight. You can leave your deepest darkest secret, and we'll play it, get it off your chest, or you can call and we'll call you and give you relationship advice. You can make an appointment for a for a, a therapeutic roast session. Oh wow! So th- yeah, I'm I'm a podcaster now. Yeah, you, you ever got guests on there? Yeah, we have guests on there. You guys want to come on? Nope. Not me, but... How? Why did you ask? <laughs> Why ask about guests? I mean, that no, felt like I a cue. I would do it. I no. would do it. Okay. I yeah, I'd love it. to. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I want to do it. It I'd doesn't feel like do you guys it. do, but I would. I would. Yeah. 
I'll, I'm going to ask. All right. We'll see what happens. Okay. And we'll see if our producer can kind of step to the plate with a little bit more savvy and gusto. Uh-huh. Is it an independent podcast? Fun. No, it's on something called Cloud 10. I've heard of this. Uh, yeah. Yes, Cloud that's the superstore. That's people. where the superstore people work. <laughs> that's right, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, they actually launched a podcast network, the store from Superstore. The store from Superstore. Oh, super oh, meta. Wow. Super, super meta. Yeah. So you're in there with, yeah, Ben the guy from Mad Men and, yeah, America Ferrer. Yeah, America Ferrera, the guys from Mad Men. Uh, um, Mark McGinney. Nico Santos. Lauren Ash and uh, Colton Dunn. Dunn. Yeah. Colton Dunn. Yeah, yeah Colton, just a, a lot and... of great a lot of great people on the podcast every week. And you know what? Podcasting for my money, mm-hmm. easiest money I've ever made in my life. Bye. <laughs> Hollywood handbook. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>